0: You boys ready for this? Ready, ready, ready. All right. Okay. <laughs> so I just gotta get right in this, uh, you know, voice, right? So practicing. Hey, hey. Okay.
1: Oh, fucking Terry.
0: A very special episode of Hobby Night in Canada, eh? My name's Tom. I'm Dan. I'm bored. <laughs>
1: Mike. And I'm Steve.
0: Right? So it's been a little while since we've been doing her, right? eh? <sighs> like, uh, we've been giving her, right? Like, we haven't really stopped giving her since Just we started sending recording. Her. But uh, we haven't really been giving her to you guys, right? So, here we are, back from our hiatus, and feeling extra Canadian to it, right?
1: No do it about it. I can't even do the accent <laughs> I can't do it.
0: So I'm like I'm ready I'm ready this It's so funny Like Steve's prep for LVO Was like Painting his army Getting some practice games in Mine has been like Getting the accent as good as I can. Yeah, lots my, of like,
1: foo bar has been in your training
0: regimen. Oh man, the season four letter Kenny's been out there, so just like it's like a Rocky montage of me making like shitty Canadian accents. It's it's been fantastic. That's awesome.
1: That's I'm looking nice. forward
0: to it. It Should be fun. Uh, also, fun fact: apparently, Old Milwaukee is not a lager or an ale. <laughs> yes, we or learned. Or a this. pilsner. It's just beer. <laughs>
1: We. You <laughs> know what I like about Old Milwaukee, eh? It's just beer.
0: <laughs> it ain't almost Saskatchewan champagne, right? Like, it's not trying to be a Pilsner, it's just a beer.
1: <laughs> old Milwaukee, also brewed in the uh, metropolis of Guelph. <laughs> Guelph, <laughs> Ontario. Ontario. I thought it would have been somewhere in the states. Like or know. or at least
0: fucking Sudbury, right? <laughs> <laughs> going to the big city. Oh yeah. <laughs> uh, wow. So, okay, it's been a little while. So, I'm going to be honest with with you uh, people out in the uh, internet space that there's a the lot of like pent up weirdness um that I've kind of had cuz we haven't podcasted since what like October? Yeah. yeah. So, um first of all, thanks for like actually listening again for those of you who are um after this hiatus but it's been pretty good because there was a while there where we were podcasting was still fun but we it seemed like we weren't having enough time to like paint models play games and have fun like we always tell you fuckers to do so we did that and uh how did that go guys
1: it's uh it's been good i uh i've been playing a lot more games uh and doing a ton more painting than i was back in september which is good um as usual, this time of year, uh, LDO prep, but it hasn't felt like a chore, which is weird. And I think that might also be 8th edition. Playing games A 7th for practice was a chore. This is just fun, if that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Totally. Well, okay, so
0: here's the thing. Um, I feel like we should just pull this band-aid off early. Admit it. admit to it, Tom. And admit to it that... Uh, you know, there's a few of us at the table that are working on 40 armies right now, and mm-hmm. our names aren't Steve. Yeah,
1: <laughs> it's a weird feeling.
0: And uh, so, like Dan, I feel like you just kind of always have a project for your Ravenwing in the, on Raven the Ravenwing. Ravenwing. They're black.
2: No, they are Whoa, not the same. That's that's <laughs> how long you've been
1: out of it. One of them is a traitor to the Imperium. Yeah. Okay. Anyways,
0: but you've always got something for your Raven Guard.
1: Yeah, it's true. There's always something that. I'm feeling guilty over not painting, basically.
0: Oh yeah, so you've always got a raven guard project on the go. Now, I had a clean break. You know, I was out. I played Malfo, I played War Machine. I was like a Dystopian Wars for some reason because that was a, <laughs> that was a game for a while. Drop Zone. I even dabbled in Drop Fleet. I was I had a clean fucking break from this goddamn company.
3: She got a makeover, didn't she, Dom?
0: And then Blood Bowl came out. Yep. And I resisted that for like. Five minutes No No I resisted Blood Bowl I For about months. I think about six months And then the goblins Came out for Blood Bowl And Fuck me If it hasn't been A cascading Spiral Back towards like Only really playing games Workshop games
1: Cause You're so off the wagon It's ridiculous <laughs> Yeah
0: Yeah dude Like it's <laughs> like I'm that guy That More or less Has course And I'm back to drinking like A 2-4 a day Good You know
1: that's how you keep the liver in shape. You always want to keep it uh, guessing.
0: <laughs> but I'm just going <laughs> to say... It doesn't know
1: what's coming. <laughs>
0: I'm, I'm a Games Workshop <sighs> fanboy again. Wow.
1: But
3: it's also because they've changed a lot. They <laughs> have changed a lot.
2: Do you feel like a weight has been lifted from your shoulders right now? That, that? <sighs> It still feels a little shameful, you know? Yeah. But
1: uh, yeah, but Mike's right, though. Like Yeah, they've changed a ton.
3: Yeah, they have. They have changed a lot, and that is the big reason why they're drawing people back in. Before, it felt like they didn't give a shit. As long as you're buying our stuff, we don't care. Even if you're losing, we're gaining new customers, but they were kind of at a level. But now I think they're at a point where they're bringing back the old
1: and they're getting. Well, their have news, you seen so their, their stock prices? Yeah, their yeah. quarterly stock update is like record profit. Yeah. They're like 700 and something percent over last year. So that's also a good made indication made that they're year. doing everything right again. Yeah. They are, Games Workshop just crossed the, Every. the threshold. They are a billion dollar company now in the stock market. Holy shit. Oh, yeah. Fuck. It's crazy. Like when we were working for them, I remember they were like hovering around the $100 million mark. Uh, now their stock valuations are over a billion. So winning the Powerball, you don't get to dream about winning or nope. like buying the company. Anymore. You can't buy that Games Workshop; not anymore. a thing. Nope. No, nope. you can become maybe the majority shareholder. Like it's crazy. Like they they clearly are doing things differently. Wow. Yeah. And making money again. So
3: and they're also interacting with the players instead of ignoring them. Warhammer I think
1: that's a huge thing. And yeah. Warhammer
2: TV and yeah. Yeah, and it's it's not. So
1: we understand, Tom. We understand. Well, one of the things I was going to say is I was listening to uh, a podcast, uh, Chapter Tactics. If you're a 40K fanboy, you should probably listen to Chapter Tactics. Really cool stuff. Uh, Jeff Robinson was talking about how he had a ton of fun playing. I actually really, really sympathize with, with what he was saying, uh, where 7th Ed was, was fun, but you always kind of had to play it apologetically. Like, if you were playing with a, with an Imperial Knight, and you rolled a six for stomps, and you're like, fuck yeah, I just killed like this guy's war boss on a stomp my knights being a boss, you kind of have to be like, oh, man, this game sucks. It's so broken. So broken. I'm so sorry for you as you're, like, super happy inside pulling off, like, his war boss and, like, you're winning the game. But it was always, like, kind of... I feel like that's the way Games Workshop games were back a few years ago is you kind of had to, like, acknowledge that they were shit, but yep. you still had fun playing them. Does that make any sense? Well, because they were shit. Like,
0: regardless of the models or many of the things that were kind of going on, the games themselves, there was no balance. There was no... Oh, that
1: is entirely true. There,
0: there was yeah. no balance. The scenarios weren't good. So there was no way... Like, it, just, it was a game that had no control or even spirit. Like, a lot of well, the I shit that was coming out wasn't even cool anymore. It was like, hey, especially towards the end of Fantasy, it's just like... The shit they came up with just to put a big model in armies was so fucking stupid. Well, I
1: think you could play um, like a competitive game of 40k and have it be balanced. But there, the thing is, is you had to play like one specific army or one specific build in fantasy. That was it. And if you took certain armies or certain units for either of the games, you that was just stupid. You had no hope,
2: and and yep. people and people would call you out on it. They're yeah. like, "Why, why are you playing this this way?" Yeah, exactly. Yeah, so. Couldn't have fun, but yeah,
1: and I think that's kind of it. Like Blood Bowl was a... I, I want to say as much as I was not, and I'm still not an Age of Sigmar fan. I mean, I got it down here. You know, like Age of yeah, but you're right. Age of Sigmar was the one that started the the, the change. Yep, yeah, uh, it was. Sure. It how
3: how things are viewed in perspective, and it took away that. I don't know, it just t- it took something away and added a little bit more fun into it, I guess. I think totally. in a
1: lot of cases, it was their first chance at a fresh start for a game in a really long time. No. And when everybody... Because obviously it was contentious, but once it started to build up the momentum, I think it gave them that little bit of license to make some bigger risks and you know, bring some things back and change the way they're doing things and bring a lot of that energy and change into some older stacking systems like 40 K. So, and
0: enthusiasm. The people that are... It feels like... I look at the new mod- the new Nurgle releases, um, and those models look like they were sculpted and designed by people that love Nurgle. Yep. Like there's so much character, and like yep. you can see it in those models. These little fucking sweet ass details where people gave a fuck.
1: Totally. I and couldn't agree more. And they're blending a lot of those newer details while also paying some pretty strong um, homage to guys like Wayne England, who I think passed away last year yep. as well. But he did a lot of the old like you know, I don't know if it was like Slaves to Darkness or whatever, often, but a lot of confused often confused with uh, John Blanche's stuff. Yeah. Yeah. He had the super crazy pointy skulls. Yeah, That's yeah. Generally how you can tell they were his.
2: Really sharp jaws like a lot of artwork of his was in the third edition uh, rulebook and everything. Yeah.
1: Yeah. 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 Cool stuff. So you're, you're you two are you are both doing 40k. I know you, you've been over, we've been hobbying together working on some of your, I think... The day that you slipped into the the clutches of darkness, and you actually bought Nurgle, you came over after, started yeah. putting together one of the coolest models I've seen in a while. But Dan, what have you been working on? So what what for the Raven Guard? Um, some folks on the uh, the Twitters or the Facebooks <coughs> may have seen some of it already, but it's actually the. Uh, mostly the Dark Imperium uh, Primaris Marines. Oh, nice. With a lot of detailing and forge-world bits to make them all Ravenguard appropriate so, um, like, the ten intercessors that I'm going to be doing from the starter set, um, it's good. It's a bit of a pain in the ass to convert those models, because yep. not all the parts are separate, like, yeah. but I'm carving off shoulder pads to give them all the forge-world uh, Raven Guard Mark Six badges on the yep. one side, and then the studded shoulder pad on the other. Nice. they are getting the beaky helmets. Um, the Hellblasters are getting Mark Three shoulder pads and heads so that they stand out. And I'm looking at doing. I want to pick up another combat squad of the multi-part Intercessors. Yep. Do them with Stalker Bolters. Yep. Which that's cool. Anyone that's played 40k, uh, uh, what the hell was the, the Space Marine game? Yeah. Stalker Bolter, sweet. Once you get the double tap perk, it was yeah. amazing. it was so good. But uh, yeah, so I'll get the Stalker Bolters, which I will be converting up with. Um, I'll actually do those as Mark IV. So they'll be relatively oh, yeah. stock um, for the models themselves, but I want to do those extended um, like sniper rifle looking um, flash suppressors and stuff yep, too. for sure. So the, the models won't have as much conversion work. But the, the bolters will have that bit of customization and stuff, too. So. Cool. So that should be pretty fun. And um, I do have the, the limited edition um, captain that had the power fist and the plasma pistol. So I did him up with the shoulder pads and added... Like, carved off the detail on the power fist, gave him a light and claw instead. It'll still, rules-wise, like... Um, the only way to even use the power fist is to have that little stupid pamphlet that comes with the model. Yep, yep. That's not super official, but close enough. Well, GW themselves have said that's totally cool. Index or whatever rules you have, if they're GW printed, you can use them. Yeah, so it's so it'll still count as a power fist, but it'll look like a lightning claw just because Raven Guard need lightning claws. Yeah, if that makes sense. But, so Mike, how about you? What you been up to? I like how you just skip Ward. I'm coming back to Ward. I'm coming right. back to
3: Ward. Try to give you a chance to think of something. <laughs> uh, I, I I've got a lot of so much on the I don't know what to tell you. I got all uh, Ultramarines on the go, I've got what? uh Mechanicum. Oh, that's right, you are doing
1: ultra Rain's I got
3: Mechanicum on the go, I've got uh 42 Virgo on the go. I got Space
1: Marine or Demon? Space Marine. Okay. Uh, what else have I got? Did you pick go? up Mortarian? Is that why you were asking? No, that? I'm thinking of doing mm. that soon. But mm. yeah, Shh. If you look at the top, it, it, but you, I'm going to send you some pictures of Mortarian painted a little darker than the uh, I want to do
3: his uh, I want to do the deathhead moth
1: uh, yeah. wings on yep. his, on him. Totally. cool. Yeah. Uh,
3: so anyways, not that I've been thinking of that. Damn it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I've started painting up my roadkill so I can play with James. Nice. Um, that's an old school 40 uh, games workshop game. No, no, not that one. This is totally different. So I'm thinking of Car Wars. Car Wars, yeah. Know. Car Wars isn't that either. That, you're thinking that of thinking Dark of Future or something. That an ancient it's, one. I think it's called Dark Future something, something, yeah. something. But yeah, it, that's Get, really old. Like, it's so old so, yeah. that, yeah. It's got to be 20, 25 years ago. Something,
2: something dark side.
3: Dark Future <laughs> something? Yeah, you know what I mean. But yeah, anyways, that's getting painted up. Making some terrain, like roads for them as well. Uh, I've got the Carradine Overlords going. I just got Lopan's Noodle Hut. Yay! i am um, got a couple of new Scourge for uh job fleet that I'm doing. I just finished putting together and priming, so they're ready to go. Uh, my Sylvanus is put together and primed and ready to go. Um, all my keratin's built. I said that already. Uh, what else
2: do I get going? Uh, Lots. Some, some other stuff, but it's... So enough. you're doing everything, Mike. What are you yeah. Uh, For me, I... I was going to ask you, what terrain are you painting? Everything that I ordered like recently got like shipped to me so I've got a bunch of stuff I dropped, I think a thousand bucks at horsenal. whoa so uh, yeah I've got a lot of stuff that uh, Mars planet that you are thinking I've got terrain that we can bring over in stock oh fantastic on, so. that's lovely some stuff well, I don't have to buy <laughs> all those co- <laughs> nice. Cosmica buildings and everything that's so. awesome yeah, huh. basically one of everything.
1: Very so, cool.
2: Nice. Um and then the Luxombra uh, showed up. I uh, cannot with wait. the bus. Okay, fuck it. What are you gaming? What are you what are you working on to play games? Right of? now, Shadespire. Uh I'm I bought all the factions. <laughs> oh yeah, that's another game that Tom plays And uh, I've got that and then I'm waiting on my um Rebo Games Kickstarter for my Dark Elves for Blood Bowl. Blood Bowl Because I wanna come out on some Monday nights and play Monday night football.
1: Can we just yes. talk about how the fact that Tom is now playing basically every GW game that they make?
0: <laughs> Not Necromunda yet. So uh, true. Yeah, I mean Hey, I just need one of y'all fuckers to paint up a team and I'll be two weeks afterwards, I promise.
2: For me right now, I'm Again. really liking the smaller uh GW systems. Again back to GW, uh, but I think Shadespire was really, really sharp, really awesome. It's uh, so
0: good. Also, very I, we, you know what? We've been corrected, and by we I mean me, when talking to like people like Nick, it's, it's not Warha- Shadespire. It's Warhammer, it's Warhammer- Under- Underworlds. Underworlds. And this box was Shadespire. We're going to see another box. It'll be Warhammer Underworlds. Something else.
1: Well, that sounds ominous. Yes. Something else. So, um, I'd play that game.
2: What are you playing tonight? Something else. <laughs> um so curious. But for future for stuff, because I basically just throw money at games and, and buy stuff. Uh, but I am really <coughs> interested in Age of Sigmar, the new death stuff. Oh, malign <laughs> portents. Ooh. The age so. of hope is over.
0: Okay. All right. Yeah. So here's the thing, you guys. Um, I think we can fuck around with the format a little bit, because this is kind of like our unofficial, um, New Year's episode. So, instead of, like, um, shut up and take my money, why don't we just jump right into the best and worst of 2017? Okay. Huh. Because I feel like, you know, let's save some of those other things we're super jazzed about for next time. And we'll just get our best, like, your favorite release, and your, and the release you think was the biggest flop. Or, maybe... Something more generally you think was great about 2017 for gaming, or something you think was a complete pile of dog shit?
1: Okay, I got I got a great one. Uh, I'm going to go with the index, uh, the indices for 40k, for both the best and the worst. Um, <laughs> <yeah>. Alright. <laughs> I think the fact that they came up with a new game, and the rule set was cool, and the indices were amazing at the time, everything was super balanced, well... Not super balanced, but generally fairly balanced compared to 7th. Yep. Yep. Uh, tournaments were totally shaken up. It wasn't just Eldar at the top. It was a complete, completely new game. People were having a ton of fun. It uh, was really cool. And the fact that every single unit had an entry, everything was playable. There was no like hiatus period of like having to proxy things. It was just, you got an army, play it. It's fine. The reason I think it's the worst is as soon as the first codex came out, Those stratagems completely changed the game and made every Index Army so vanilla. Basically obsolete. So much so that
0: they had to release chapter approved just to kind of give them a bit of a boost.
1: And that's my stratagems are the funnest part of the game, in my opinion. And the fact that, like, within a week, basically, of the Index coming out, that they already had, like, completely invalidated the funness of that game with this new way of playing kind of thing. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, at the same time, everybody knew the indexes were going to be temporary. They were cheap, that kind of thing. But I think they were the best and the worst all at the same time.
0: Yeah. You know what? I'm going to... Fuck. You know what? I'm just going to say it. Best of 2017 for me is
1: Games Workshop. Just as a whole? Okay. Shade by 2017. 2017. I'm actually kind of concerned. Necromunda. You're, bit, you're like fanboying a little too no, hard. No, no. Like, Nervo has
2: affected it. No,
1: but like, think about yes. this.
0: Necromunda. Yeah. Like it was a solid release. Eighth um, Edition was a solid release. Really, all oh, so the yeah. Blood Bowl stuff was solid. Shadespire, I think, is one of, if not the best game on the market right now. And here's here's one of the main reasons why. So I went to a tournament to play Shadespire. And you know how I've been. I don't know if I've often lamented about this on the podcast, but to you guys individually, how you know, eight to ten years ago, we just all got together and played 40k Fantasy. Yeah, it was so easy to get the everyone. The whole community to play.
1: was one of one or the other.
0: Was yeah, was so easy to find games that everyone you know would play. So I just decided on a whim to go to this tournament at Games Workshop West Edmonton Mall for Shadespire, Warhammer Underworlds. <laughs> quotations right? That you yeah, yeah, yeah. That, right? You can't see the um, quotations. Too. And there was people that I play Blood Bowl with. There was people that I know from Dropzone. There was people that I knew from Malifo. There's people that I knew from War Machine.
1: Mm-hmm, mm-hmm.
0: They're all there to play Shadespire so I I honestly did not expect to know anyone who was going to be there when I went to this event hmm. and I knew all but one player on like a surprisingly close level almost intimate one might say almost intimate almost intimate
1: <laughs> it's a family store Tom
0: yeah family store not at that moment but maybe in the past but no like seriously <laughs> it was kind of this amazing feeling of just like fuck so this is a game that I can play with all my friends Yep, without batting an eye. Yep, and
2: everyone's and, gonna. Do it. And this is just the first.
1: Yeah, release. Yeah, right? if they cl- so. if they support it like they claim they are as as a tournament system that they are going to fully back and kind of be like the same ITS or the the uh, what was the Star Wars X Wing one Fantasy Flight. Yeah, just uh, Fantasy Flight. They have their own tournament, their tournament system, system. Really? Yep. Yeah, if they do something like that. Have a fancy name. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, if they do something along those lines I think it'll be I think it was organized nice play or something just just yeah, right. general concept yeah. Yeah. yeah cool that's 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 your that's
0: your good one and and the worst for me and and this is this is actually also kind of painful to say literally every other games manufacturer
1: interesting because well, how so like what what do you like let's say okay look look at this so weird right i was going to say because come back to hawk hawk Really? Yes. Hawk they fucked did, everything
0: up so hard. They, they had, had major almost. logistics issues and sold the company. Not only that, but instead of releasing more expansions for a game that already was gaining traction, what they did was release a new game they were hoping would bring more people in. And what it actually did was they just, Spartaned the shit out of it. They Spartaned the shit out of it, like dropped but not,
2: not as bad as spartan. Oh yeah, you sure. never go full spartan. No, <laughs> like sure. everybody knows it that.
0: wasn't as bad as spartan. Come on, man. It's like saying the next president's not going to be as shitty as Trump. Like,
1: we fucking hope so. And suddenly we're a political podcast. <laughs> <laughs> really, though? Yeah, like, no, up in Canada? not, No, nah, yeah, I don't think there's so, that many dissenters. So,
2: so my negative for 2017 is, is spaceship games. Because Spartan friggin' imploded. They couldn't do anything yeah. that they were promising yeah. and just dissolved and whatever. Yeah. And then the people that picked up the IP are going to continue it, but in what shape or form. Yeah. And then Hawk, and that's part of the reason that I'm not playing Hawk this year at, at, at LVO. I'm I'm concerned. I still like the models. I like the rules. I like the game system. I but still I, think Drop Zone I is a great s- game. I, I it do is, too, but, but they're I not going to s-
0: give it the love it deserves while they still have this other fucking TNT shit TNT Combat
2: game. now has it, but is that secondary to their MDF terrain? Is that secondary to fucking Rumble Slam's? That's a game? That is a game. They make a
1: wrestling game. Yeah.
2: Yeah, which is... I was surprised to hear this, too. Don't ask. I don't know. So... I'm suddenly a little concerned. I, I feel that, like, if if Drop Zone, Drop Fleet become, like, their flagship games, hey, that's cool, that's that's what I think they deserve because of the quality and such. But isn't it more that... Well, right now it's in transition, and I'm I'm worried about that. Yeah, because well, like,
3: we just don't know what's going to happen is When it correct. comes down to me, right?
1: Because what's Mr. Hawkeye's name again, Dave? Dave, Dave yeah, he's
3: still it? at the head for development. Yeah, because he was
1: doing, like, the one-man show thing for a long time. Yeah. And now he actually supposedly has the ability to not worry so much about logistics and manufacturing, and just do the creative side of things, which will well, that let him. Promising. he says it'll let him give it, uh, you know, the love and attention and creative energy that he used to be able to give it. Sure, yeah, yeah, but so, at the
0: same time, like this is the same guy who they're rebooting the game, but they're not rebooting the second and third expansions. They're just rebooting the core rules, so because they're worried they're going to invalidate those other books. But then not including stuff like the add-on rules in that, like, it's... Hawk is a fucking tire fire. Privateer Press doesn't know what the fuck they're doing. Weird is so bloated. in, had the other side, like... What happened with Weird? They did a Kickstarter for a new game doing larger-scale combat using cards still. So now what you do is you have these units on, like, 120 mil bases that you flip for as a unit, and then depending on how many models have died will... Like, it's it's just... It's the wrong choice.
1: Hmm. Excuse me, like... So they went opposite GW and went from 40K and, and Fantasy down to, like, Shadespire, or Underworlds, yeah. whatever. Yep. They went the other way.
0: Yep. Okay. And, um, like, Privateer Press did a switch with um, all their larger models are now being released through, like, their own Forge World. I heard about this, yep. So you can't buy them in the store anymore? So you're not having people be able to walk into their friendly local gaming store and be like, "Fucking Dracadile, that model's sweet," and then buying it and taking it home. They have to like look online, and be like, "Fucking Dracodile, that model's sweet. I'm gonna order it and get it in two weeks."
1: Yeah, but and, I mean that that's that's but,
0: fine. That's no, how GW's it's not. Stuff was for a long time. No, but that was with GW stuff when it was like Forge World was crazy obscure shit you didn't need. Whereas this is like a colossal. You or need. gargantuan. This is like everyone else has this shit just available in the store. But if you're minions, you have to order it online.
1: To be fair, sure. the prices did drop when they do this because they're direct selling rather false. than going through. Didn't they? No. Nope. They same. went up, boys. The latest release that they have, and this is a 2018 thing. Oh, so it is going down.
0: No. Very false. Is the new battle engine for trolls? Yeah. US retails is like 160. Oh.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, I, don't, as, I, don't know, as, I have no context. Well, so. I mean, as private, your press was like a uh, cheaper, easier <laughs> game to get into. Okay. It's not the case. 160 the US, US for a single model now, correct? Canadian.
1: On 120 base, is it Canadian or 160? That's US? That's US, and you don't get US. free shipping, so you're paying. You do well. You get free shipping. You do get but free When shipping. you're crossing a border, you got to pay your customs and duty and whatever right. all the other stuff. Mm-hmm. So, for mm-hmm. folks that were picking up the Dracodile locally, they were saying they were. I think April paid like 15 bucks for her customs, and someone else was saying they paid more like 35.
2: Okay, Because there's so, always a
1: roll of the dice on that, so. So it's. They're more expensive now than an Imperial Knight, which is sort of the. Absurd. Yeah, because the Imperial Knight is a crazy plastic kit that's hard yep. to produce and yep. ridiculous compared to most of the. I don't, want, I don't want to, like, shit on those models, but they are not as complex. I mean, no, it, on the bright it, side, the Drakadel's really nice. Yeah, I certain, certain had it, it gorgeous. And he brought it over the other day and it was a really pretty looking model. And it built in like 15 minutes. Yeah, which is positive in a lot of cases Nights don't take 15 minutes to
0: build. But like <laughs> the prices <laughs> for it, it's just it's one of those things where I'm looking at the company and I'm like you guys have done some great things. But it's across the board, I'm not seeing the same like all these other companies they feel like they were complacent with games workshop sucking. Oh. <laughs> so if they did anything of remote quality,
1: they would get business. You know what's kind of funny? I'm fairly certain we have an episode at some point in time where you talk about Games Workshop's complacency being number one. Yeah, this the, fl- the script has been flipped. Yeah, because oh. Games Workshop was the sleeping, like, it was smog, right?
0: And those assholes looking for their fucking stone woke Games Workshop up, yeah.
1: and now they're kicking ass and taking names. That's fair. It truly really has reversed, hasn't it? <laughs> Interesting. Okay, yeah, so that's me. That's yours your stuff. Dan. I would like to say, somewhat counter to that, the one thing the chink and smug's belly armor, if you will, at the moment, is horse heresy. Correct. Which they have a perfectly valid excuse for in that Alan Bly. Who was the I think lead designer for the Horse Heresy series? He actually got unexpectedly ill and passed away last year as well. Oh, yeah. So, how much of the studio design energy stalled out when they had to force that decision of do we go to eighth edition or stick to seventh? Yeah. But to also have to make those decisions and transitions without your lead designer all of a sudden, like that is a nightmare scenario because he was a young guy. Yeah, I, I I honestly do. Uh, I'm not sure if they need to go to eighth. I think looking at the time when they, they announced they were staying with seventh, I thought, okay, for all the people that have spent hundreds and hundreds of dollars on those rule books, cause those rule Thousands. books are ridiculous. Sure. There was seven books in at like over a hundred Canadian. Yeah. So th- plus the red books, for. like it was probably a thousand dollars for the books that I have spent. You didn't need all series. the rule books in fairness. There's one that I don't have like it I'm saying do you not know, have anything I was ever going to buy in it but I'm saying like you didn't <laughs> need to if you're playing a mechanicum unless you didn't need to pick up all the space marine stuff right like there there were yeah, books it's true. The you mechani- could skip the mechanicum yep. was only spread out among like half the books yeah and if you didn't want Salamanders you could skip that particular book or whatever i mean like you could skip a few but yeah you're right you're probably in for at least 500 bucks minimum on the on the rules saying that oh by the way you got to buy all new rules like i get that from a from a don't piss off your hardcore Horus Heresy fan standpoint, yeah. but at the same time, Eighth Edition has been extremely well received, uh-huh. and to not be jumping on that bandwagon is pretty tough. Like, like I don't so, know, it's it's the decision that I was lobbying for them to make because I didn't. There was no way I was rebuying all those books when yep. I've played like three games under the Horus Heresy rule set ever. Yep. So well, I wasn't was going to buy them all again. Is three so. Horus Heresy was a better game than Seventh Ed because they were internally balanced Marines fighting Marines and they didn't have for, the most, part. Fair. for the most part yeah I mean but it was way <laughs> way more balanced than Seventh Ed regular 40k yeah. there was no argument there everybody that's played Seventh Ed knows that generally most units in Horus Heresy you could play they were playable in some way that is not the case with Seventh Ed I,
2: I do think now looking back on it that was a terrible mistake that they didn't go to 8th eight. I think in hindsight they are personally kicking themselves
1: but yeah. I don't know, it's, it'll be interesting to see what happens because they've come out with barely any models including for stuff that has had rules for like a year like, yep. there's no Dorn, there's yep. no Elfarious there's a lot of those major projects that those legions have had their rules for a long time but they don't have all their
2: kits Now, do you think part of that though is because of all the new awesome kits that Games Workshop is making? Well, it's, honestly I think a good chunk
1: of it is Forge World is doing specialist games now too mm-hmm. Yep so and I bet you those, those games are doing char- better than they thought. Those special characters for Blood Bowl, uh, I know they sold out in well, like I had to go. I picked up one for Kyle at uh, the LVO or within the first them, two hours, and I, I had to yeah, I had to go and like I had to special order one. I think because uh, they were like, we can get you it. The event already free sold out, but the event had no more left. Like it was like within like an, a half an hour, they were gone,
2: and uh, and I yeah. have to buy one for Mike
1: this year. Yeah. yeah, so uh, the thing is, I think the demand for that was, like, there was no other her- Horace Heresy character that even got close to selling as good as those guys.
0: Well, and, and it's because Blood Bowl is so cheap and he's going to get into, like... Yeah.
1: And Horus Heresy is not. <laughs> <laughs> and the thing is, the Blood Bowl sculpts, like, the Forge world is so suited to doing that. Like, okay, you're going to go pick yourself up a Knight Poriferon or whatever the hell that thing is for $500, or are you going to pick up an excellent skaven uh, what, what's that super fat skaven rat ogre glork glart glort or something is like that Is it just Glark Glart Glart yeah Yeah he is he is amazing like are you going to pick that up for like what 40 bucks Like that's yep. totally doable you're going to sell a ton of those the number of poriferons you're going to sell versus your design cost Yeah it's probably a tough decision Yeah so it's it is interesting that the runaway fucking train success of specialist games coming back Yeah is really putting that question mark into, like, what is going to happen with the Horus Heresy series? Well, what is anything ever going to happen with any of the Age of Sigmar-type stuff from Forge World? Because they've never... Like, the last couple of attempts from Forge World to get anything fantasy off the ground have all stalled out. Do you know what the next book that they're apparently doing for Forge World, Uh like the next 40k-ish book? Uh, It's not a Horus Heresy expansion. They're doing Fires of Saraxis, which are Mechanicum versus Tau in the 41st millennium so it would be like imperial armor 13 or whatever effectively and there's is it 12 i can't remember how far they act one it is they're going to be bringing in all of the horus heresy well, most people understand they'll bring in like the Thalax and the thanatars and all the the 30k horus heresy stuff into 40k, 40K yeah, yeah. Hmm. that makes sense really yeah. they sell well <clears throat> People and, love those models. Honestly, gorgeous, gorgeous
0: miniatures. Yeah. The Horse okay. Heresy was kind of fucked from, from the get go, right? Because it was a game where. I don't know about that. Because you know what happens. No, but it's a game <laughs> where it's really fucking expensive to play a niche game. Sure. Yeah, I'll, I'll give right? you that. Right, like, sure. If, was, you're, if you're doing yeah. it with all the right models, your rhinos cost twice as much. Your dreadnoughts cost nearly twice as much. Your, like, everything you're buying costs you twice as much, except for the shit that comes in the amazing bundles of calf and. Prospero. Prospero, which are great boxes. Yeah. But everything you need to supplement that army is fucking expensive.
1: That's true. That's so point. I never thought about that.
0: Now you're taking a niche of, of like, 40K players who want to just play Heresy and use Marines, which I think overall would be a fairly large demographic. Oh, everybody this, has Marine Army. But the second they didn't do a plastic kit for a lot of your, like, go-to vehicles...
1: Yeah, or even a plastic in that style. sprue. Well, like a sprue, like if you could right? buy a sprue that came with, like, here's the salamander sprue, and it came with, like thirty doors or something like that for rhinos. Yeah, if you want if you want a chapter specified one, you have to get the the fancy rhino
2: and you have to get the fancy doors, you're spending a ton of money. And that's just for a fucking rhino. That'll be interesting to see this year at LVO what the turnout is for thirty K. Apparently it's not high. They are uh, under fifty players. I'm
1: not surprised. The their in their inability to keep up with the books and the miniatures and all the rest of it Versus all that, everything is new and shiny again for 40k. Yep, that's you can't compete with that. Yeah, I'm not sure if uh, what their actual numbers are, but I, my last understanding was it's it's well under under 100 for and sure. I, and I will say again too, the it is a shame if the game loses a lot of its steam because for a long time the biggest selling feature of the Horus Heresy stuff yep. was that it was so niche that everybody playing it was like a hardcore fluff nuts slash hobbyists slash a good old neckbeard people, people who were into it because they loved it yeah, yeah totally. not because they just wanted to crush ass Horace yep. heresy like, neckbeards it was not it was not a tournament game well you could play it in a tournament but that wasn't the driving force it wasn't competitive it wasn't cutthroat. People weren't doing Flavor of the Month just whenever a new book came out. Well, that's the other people thing, though, were doing. You couldn't, the you couldn't afford to fucking do Flavor of the Month. <laughs> like, Flavor of the Month was thousands of dollars. Like, yeah. Well, especially yeah. when you're painting twice as many Marines because those armies off the ground, right? Like, yeah. Squads of 20, 20 dudes with double-tapping bolters, yeah. So, yeah, so you're, you're painting horrifying.
0: twice as many models, the models cost twice as much, and ultimately it's Marines on Marines. Like, it's cool, but it was a niche. There was the Mechanicum in there. Yeah. You, I mean, can, sure, you can play against Mechanicum. Sure. Mechanic. Why not? Sometimes. And being
1: able to take your giant fucking robots as troops was pretty brutal, actually. <laughs> they were really good. Oh, the Thalics are great. They but were like, really good. At the same time,
0: like, even if there's Mechanicum in there, sure. You're not wrong.
1: You're definitely not wrong. So I don't know. I just I think it, it I was can see that. it was interesting just because a lot of the people that were playing it were playing it, in my biased opinion, for the right reasons. They weren't playing it to be competitive and miserable and all the rest of it they were playing it because they loved it and that love overrode all common sense when it comes to fiscal restraint sure so the communities for it were excellent people were always talking hobby talking cool projects and to see that stall out a little bit over the last year or so has been painful because those those groups and communities were awesome yeah fair enough. and they ran out of stuff to talk about right cool yep ward your turn
2: We'll, I we'll said, come back
1: to you, Dan. You've 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 said your piece for the moment. So,
0: so <laughs> I, spaceship games. Let's talk about spaceship that. Spaceship games.
1: So, fuck. Who thinks fuck. they're actually that good? I like spaceship games. I still maintain Battlefield Gothic was great, right? And if and uh, if and if right, Forge will do all the was.
2: secondary games, <gasps> it could be really good.
1: You know, here's
0: fun. the but, thing. Uh, I'm just gonna get loud and uh, and a again.
3: <laughs> <laughs> Not <laughs> you, Tom.
0: So Shock. anyone that makes a spaceship game better be fucking terrified because Battlefleet Gothic is going to come out and it's probably going to be better and it's going to be cheaper and it's going to have better support and you are be able to buy stuff by walking into like most independent retailers or getting it mailed to your games workshop in a week not waiting like six months to get like it's only four. It was, only four. Well, it was
2: mean, only four months we waited for you. I, <laughs> I was I was fortunate in the way of Spartan. Like I lost interest really quickly. The exploding dice mechanic was just too much uh, a lot of the time. So I got out That's too and bad. They had Then a- the company exploded, which was good for me, bad for others. Dystopian Wars is a cool universe. I like Dystopian Wars more than their Firestorm. If you
1: if you like Steampunk. I still it was, have. It was a good steampunk universe.
2: I still have all my dystopia.
1: Yeah, I still have my Antarctica. Me as well.
2: Thrown in a box. But I got mine too. But, but for the spaceship games, it you was you don't just, count
1: down, You never played. Sure. <sighs> <True.
2: laughs> never de- played a game. I just, never once played a game. <laughs> good. I'm glad you painted <laughs> <laughs> Their their designs for Spartan were somewhat lacking, and then we saw yes. the pictures yeah. for Hawk, and we got really excited. Well, yeah, Firestorm was. Yeah, it's like, here's a square hunk of Risen that I'm going to roll a bunch of sixes and With very clear tooling marks, which is my favorite part.
1: Yes.
0: Yeah, they're um, really bad. But Hawk, So, like came out.
2: Yeah, Fleet came out, and lots of cool uh, models and kits, like the UCM were looking awesome, PHR, I invested heavily in the Kickstarter, and then it, it started out strong, and then just kind of Hawk had those issues, and... Stuff was harder and harder to get, and I made an order like probably two days before the buyout, and then August, I think it was. Yeah, and then we didn't get it till like November, end of November, beginning of December, yeah. wasn't it? Yep. Yeah, so that,
3: that pissed me so off. So that
2: big, that big transition was was I think costly for like a lot of their customer base.
1: And their scenarios fucking suck. It's, for, it's a good thing they had so much you know positivity to begin with, because. It could have been even worse.
2: Yeah, and I and I think a lot of people are still going to carry over that because I mean I'm part of the, a, a lot of the groups there yeah. uh, for Firestorm or not Firestorm for uh, Drop Fleet, uh, and there's still like a lot of people like painting and they're positive and and games are still happening and such, but it's still in that transition phase. I think that's... they need to uh, pick it up and work it out. Yeah, like people who bought all their cool. shit in advance and never
1: got around to painting it were the ones who won out the most, I think, because they actually had time to catch up. Yeah. We had nothing to be bitter about, mm. <laughs> so it worked out really good yeah. for people. No, I'm that still bitter because the new
3: success. stuff that we bought that we should have gotten right away took yeah. three months? months. Come on,
2: yeah, yeah that's, 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 that's
3: that's and
2: it's now right. been four months since the buyout, and what have we heard? And like lots of events are like, oh, you got to use the cards now at the events, and it's. Um, the tactical cards and such and then they were hard to get oh I was pissed
3: off about that Right, I hated so. that it's like oh we're using cards it's like, but I haven't got mine and I ordered them two months oh so I'm SOL huh yeah oh okay it won't affect it oh wow it really affected the game oh yeah it makes, uh, it, makes it look quite a bit Right, I'm so. really
2: enjoying this game now yay <laughs> and I think that's part of the reason that LVO like LVO I was I was gung-ho to, to play Drop Zone and just with Everything that's going on with with uh, with the company and the TNT Combat right now, I was just, you know what? I'm going to spend extra money, go to LVO, do some some hobby stuff, and I'm not going to worry about playing games or practicing games or trying to paint up something like last minute for is
1: slash TT Combat going to be at LVO? As far
2: as I know, yes. Okay, well, hopefully that's an
1: opportunity for them to break the silence a little bit and announce something and let people know what's going on. Yeah,
2: exactly. Maybe. We'll see.
1: If the the radio silence continues through LBO, that would be not awesome.
2: I don't think that there's going to be anything big because, like, um, for announcements and such. I know that we're going down the Thursday and then there's going to be a Games Workshop announcement uh, for stuff that's coming out at the beginning of the year here. But I don't think that there's anything uh, slated for Hawk. I think that they're going to have a small store again. They're gonna sell some stuff that you probably would take a few months to get uh, via TNT combat right now they might address a couple like individual one on one concerns but they won't address a group of people so it's well really and interesting
0: honestly like they've just bungled everything because there was such momentum initially when they were talking about the version 2.0 mm-hmm. and then it
2: just it, it kind of fell by the wayside after the buyout, right? So, I have to admit, I don't, I don't, I don't feel it's it's bungled to the extreme because I feel that there's been more bungling this year for sure. So many bungle holes. Lots of bungles.
0: Um, the year of well, the
2: bungle. Yeah what's the what's the plural of bungle? Is it bungles? Bungles. Bungle. Yeah. Blunders. Bunglese. Bunglese. Bungalow.
1: Uh, bungalow. Twas the year of the bungalow. <laughs>
2: <laughs> I feel that's a Nurgle model. Um The exalted eye <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's
0: why plague bears only have one eye. Yeah, bungle <laughs>
2: Um so I feel that there's uh there's there's worse stuff out there, but I'm I'm wary right now. That's fair. Yeah. Yep. So Does anybody else <sighs> painting spaceships
1: is not fun. No, take your
3: take it back. Really? But did you stay? I don't have a problem with it, honestly.
2: No, but it's not fun. You don't like get hard. There, about no, it. I mean there's there's not a lot of character in a spaceship. I thought
1: painting right? up those uh, UCM ships would be like super fun and fast. It's not. know, nope. painstaking and. You can't do any of the... F- Here's the thing. If you're okay with spraying a color and dry brushing it and putting dots on things... So it, it can paint It can be fast. fast. It
2: can paint it fast. The
1: way Mike paints things, he paints fast in general, so it works. For me, it's a lot of time for something I don't have fun with. And the other kicker really ultimately
2: for me maybe I'm wrong <clears throat> oh, I, it. I don't, I it don't think you're wrong because again like painting your Mechanicum right like there's character in it this is fun I enjoy it you're doing yep. dust on it like, <clears> in space there's not a lot of dust well, floating well not only that but well, that's, that's not that true. Scale. there's a lot of dust in space it's also you can of those things. tricks yeah, you can not as many. No. Nothing
1: that's fun to do. I should totally can you do weather that a scale. spaceship. Like do the most weathered spaceship and people will just be like, I don't Why? I don't yeah. understand. <laughs> just you like sh- rusty, like rusty Star sh- Destroyer. You, yeah. you
2: should paint up uh, a fleet of uh ships that are based in like Thor Ragnarok colors like so Sakar, so like really bright like teals and pinks and That'd be cool. Yeah, yellows and fun. shit. So
0: That would be fun. But you can't even yeah. really do glowing yeah. effects on those models. You know,
2: like they're too small. People have tried, and a lot of people are like, "Yeah, that looks awesome," and I'm like, eh, "But it doesn't." Does it?
0: No, it doesn't, because it doesn't make any fucking sense at that
2: scale. Engines, I'd argue, engines depending on Maybe how the models engine low, But there's, I know a lot of people have tried to like paint it up like Tron, and I'm like, ah. "Yeah, those schemes are really hard to pull off unless you're a really, really good painter." Yeah,
0: and they don't make any sense and at that get, scale because like those closer. panel lines, like seriously, it would be like a fluorescent light that
1: was the size of. Like a, a ten highway. Light tube. That'd be a pretty cool light though. <laughs> <laughs> so the ship would basically need a second reactor just to have like the ground effects light up. That'd be awesome. Yes. Yeah. Correct. Um, that makes sense. Spend as much energy on
2: fucking thrust and energy as we do on lighting effects. <laughs> hey. It's totally fair. Down the side of the ship. So that that's that's my negative. For positive for two thousand seventeen would be Ah, that one's tough. I was a big fan of Shadespire. Like, I really liked going and getting the demo, mm-hmm. trying it out, finding out that there's more and more releases planning to come out. Yep. Not, well, sorry, Warhammer Underworlds. Yep. Um, But a bunch of the different factions. I feel, I, I bought my brother a starter set for Christmas to get into the game. Hmm. Um, Deck building is a big part of it, which is kind of... Which is kind of cool, right? So I'm mixing it up. Do you think the it's going to grab any then, magic players, like people that are into that sort of stuff? It's. A, I think it's. Because you only have
1: to
0: paint like what, four or five models. Game. You don't even have to officially paint no, any models. For you that
2: could because they're all they're colored, colored, right? So you can okay. It so it's full on gateway drug. Don't worry, you don't even have to paint. Yeah. If
1: you don't Have know, if you right. seen Warhammer? <laughs>
2: <laughs> <laughs> kind of thing. Okay. Gotcha. Yeah. Exactly. Right. So and. there's armies going to be coming out for more and more of the factions, so as as there's more Age of Sigmar, I'm sure there's going to be more and more It's actually going to be the opposite. Yeah,
0: because okay, what's easier, testing out an army on like a 4 or 5 plastic kit scale, or 1?
2: No, very true. I I understand that. Um, All the releases, though, currently are based on existing armies in Age of Sigmar.
0: Yeah, but by the by the time we hit second quarter of this year, we're gonna already see that exhausted.
3: That get Damn here. Yeah, right.
1: When I are Skaven that. out? Skaven should be out within the next, next two months.
3: We- no, no, next couple of weeks. I thought Skaven, and then next month is Dwarfs. Or yeah,
0: I can't remember which is first, but
2: yeah. And but, then, but that's Fire Slayer Dwarves, and then there they might do the The weird airship dwarves. The airship dwarves. Well, well we
3: don't know the ones that are confirmed. Confirmed are Skaven. Yes. This is supposed to be January. Then it's supposed to be uh, Fire Slayers, which is February. Then it's supposed to be the second Stormcast and the second Corn
0: in March and March. in April.
3: Then after the getting a
0: whole new starter set.
3: Yeah, but it's that's all we're not sure yet. It's just
2: rumor. Which when are Space Marines coming? Which we might find out in the. Oh, fuck, man. If
0: Games Workshop did a, like, Warhammer 40k Underworlds, they would slay.
1: They would slay. If they did a fucking Webway game. Oh, oh, that'd be amazing. Have some fucking Custodians and some Zinch and... Zinch and Demons and... Eldar. Eldar, Dark Eldar, Harlequins. Mm -hmm. Like, you could do every... Necrons. Necrons are trapped in pocket dimensions Mm -hmm. in the Webway. Like, the only one that doesn't really entirely (laughs) make sense in the webway are the Tau. That's it. Yeah. Like, orcs show up in the webway all the time, because they end up... Nids in the webway? Well, I guess nids wouldn't probably make a lot of sense either, but uh, that's not true. They do have the the Doom of Valdoris, whatever, that one campaign book, where they all are fighting because the Tyranids are spilling into the webway. Mm -hmm. There's that one warp gate thing that's opening up, and the Tyranids are in there, and it's a problem. Never want Tyranids in your webways. Clean those no, b- got to clean out those pipes. <laughs> clean, clean it
2: out. <laughs> <laughs> so, so yeah, plus is minus. Okay, all right, that's it. That's all I got. Well, mine will be
3: really easy because I'm going to rehash on Hawk and logistics and all the stuff they screwed up there because that's right, my hawk. biggest biggest bar like that I'm you. not happy with. It. But um, we just want you to be better. Yeah, we okay. do want you to be better. I still have. Everybody here's a hawk I'm not fan. mad. I'm yeah, just not, disappointed. We just want, yeah, 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 but it's still my biggest disappointment of the year because it's. It's losing, it's lost its momentum. It's pushed some players away already, and that's not a, never a good thing to do when you're starting off something. So that's my negative. My positive is going to be GW forty k.
1: Really? Yeah, that is not what I expected. I expected you were going to go Blood Bowl or no, no, uh, um, or don't, don't get me wrong. In general,
3: they've done stellar, but I think they've done the biggest turnaround in forty k right now.
1: I guess that's, that it's makes true. sense. you can been do doing a Boatload of 40K work, which is mm-hmm. odd. Mm-hmm. It's interesting to see that, yeah, two of those, two of the biggest ships, like the the Hawk one, which was all, like, super positive, wasn't yeah. able to keep it up. Yeah. The 40K, which they in a lot of ways was pretty negative, they turned it around
2: completely. Yeah.
3: Yep. Yeah. So that's why, um, that's, if, that's the two ends of the scale. That's it we, for me.
2: Yeah, because if we were talking about How many games this you last year. Yeah. That's yeah. what? Sorry, if we were talking about this last year. I know where you're going with this. Right. Sorry, it was completely opposite. Like we, I think this time last year we saw sneak peeks of all the fires or um, stuff just started coming out for Hawk. Yeah. And we were for all drop super, fleet. and we were super all super, super jazzed. Yep.
1: Yep, this time last year, I was prepping for 40k Championships. Begrudgingly. I had played the last three years with my Eldar. And competitive Eldar lists, yep. and I had done well, and I was, at the time, I remember it being like, I'm going to play my Mechanica, my, my uh, Cybernetica cohort, uh, which is a terrible list. I know I'm going to get very badly beat, uh, but I don't want to play really that competitive game anymore. I wanted to play something completely different. Um, so yeah, you're right. Like, it would have been completely opposite. I oh, almost didn't year. play 40k last year, right? Like it was, yeah. Just kind of, I have so much stuff. I felt like I should um, obligation instead of. <laughs> so plus yeah. and minus is for you, Steve. I already went through them. Yeah. I was index and oh, index. Yeah. Yep, right. index. <laughs> <and> index. <laughs> yeah, I was very specific. You guys went like full company level stuff. I went well to
0: for me. The honorary mention here is the transition towards small miniature games. You know, um, Privateer Press, as much as they shit on them for some of the choices, uh, Company of Iron. Has been like a, a sleeper, a phenomenal release where you can play War Machine with 20
2: points. Yeah. With good scenarios. How, how, how does that compare to, like, let's say Shadespire's release right now? What do you feel is a bigger following?
0: Uh, obviously, it's Shadespire, but Shadespire, you can buy your box for $40 or for $35 and get playing. Um, Company of Iron is a skirmish way to play. War Machine.
1: Like, you're still going to need 100 bucks to play Company of Iron. Company of Iron, I could see people playing with stuff that they already have in the new format, Yep. and that's about it. Or maybe starting a new project. But yeah,
0: like, but it gives you a way to play War Machine that's exciting and new and dynamic, which I think, for people that don't play War Machine, if they really got the exposure to that side of it, they'd really get the appeal, but the guys that are already really entrenched in the universe, it's maybe 5 to 10% of us that are super jazzed on it.
1: Interesting. Fair enough. Yeah, I mean, like, the... I I feel super stoked to be going down and playing uh, 40k in the championships. Uh, And I I don't have, like, any trepidation. I know it's going to be fun. Yep. Right? Like, it's not going to be... The list that I bring is going to be a marginal
2: component to to my level of fun not where it is the entire component you know what i mean i also i also agree that skirmish games have made a big impact in 2017 because you'll also see like locally like infinity has grown huge yeah that's true within the past like six months you know it's a good point i think
1: infinity is the only game that's kind of really managed to continue on unabated in terms of its growth I think they've a big ha- up or down swing. Like they've just kept yeah. it up. They just haven't done anything.
2: It's 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 still still growing. I, I think I think yeah. they're still growing. It's not like a huge like uh, leaps and bounds like GW. GW. They haven't had to change uh, anything around completely. But I think it's just more exposure out there has been getting more and more people. Like the Edmonton yeah. Dice League has has uh, increased, and they've yeah very even keel, more, right? So. Even no, but
0: keel. they but what i I'm, I'm saying they haven't done anything. It's like they. What they're doing, which I think is actually, for that for what they are, is really smart, is they've just continued releasing a few new models every once in a while, yep. having organized play, and supporting the game that you've got. They're not trying to fuck around with, like, okay, so every army needs to have, like, 14 new models, or hey, let's change the scale of our game by adding even bigger models! Like, it's not like there's now... Tags on like is it tags or tax tags? Tags. tags 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 on like eighty mil bases you know what I mean like they yeah. did they did have yeah. a
2: release right at the end of the year uh, Arizia which is kind of like um, uh, Shadespire, uh where it's like a set up board with hexes and, and yeah. moving moving stuff around yeah but small game it wasn't like they were gonna stake the entire company on a new no game no system. no exactly yeah. right so uh, it wasn't like a huge like uh, Big departure from like what they already did. They didn't have to. They did They weren't part of the the bungai, or bungie. The bunglers. Uh, the bunglers uh, of 2017.
1: So they. The they, bunglers
2: of 2017. <laughs> <laughs> like However, that. what
0: they're going to have to do though is they <laughs> the either what? they either need to they're going to have to do something because Games Workshop's coming for them. Uh,
2: if Games Workshop did a 40k skirmish, oh yeah, a 40k Shadespire, totally. I think. By the I end of this Infinity year,
0: Necromunda is probably going to have five or six games. I think
2: Infinity could yeah, be trouble. Uh, Necromunda is supposed
1: to have all six of the major houses plus two or three white dwarf rules by the end of 2018. So See, the, the only thing with Necromunda though that I'm not sold on is you ask somebody that's marginally interested in 40k, right? That's going to be somebody that's going to jump in and start playing 40k. To name a Necromunda gang. That's not something that's super common in the in the background, which I think is what sells 40k. That's what kept 40k it's going. True. If if you weren't around 20 years ago, you probably don't have a clue what people are talking about yeah, when they talk about Nashor or whatever. That being said, with a game like um, Infinity, if you lose
0: 20 percent of your gamers,
1: sure. Yeah, no, I'm not going to argue that. It gets a
0: problem. really it's, it's a it ends up being really detrimental because all of a sudden those guys who
1: were excited to be at tournaments with 16 players. You're now totally you're, correct, now man. You're like, are like your twelve. So you your, your player base and the amount you can afford to flex is is way lower in a game like Infinity. But I don't think Infinity's struggling, and I don't think they will because they're they're a very different type of sci-fi, right? Like, <clears throat> like they are they're not really the grim dark.
2: No, Infinity it's, is technology is still at a high, and this. This group still is developing new and shiny technology, and they basically give off the hand-me-downs to these guys, and so on and so forth. Yeah, totally. It's it's Blade Runner more than it is, uh, yeah. like in forty K. Yeah, where 40K but it, it does
0: shit. The, the, here's the thing, though, is that it doesn't really matter how similar the fluff is for whether or not. Cubs I think are it herself. does.
1: I think it does. And
0: and you I mean, know, as, as a guy that played a lot of War Machine and Malifaux, to see like Age of Sigmar and Shadespire or Warhammer Underworlds, like pull away from those games. Or yep. if you look at like the fluff, Malfo's not fucking nothing, like Fantasy Wiz is, is right. Like the universe is not even close to the same, but it's vaguely fantasy-ish skirmish game.
1: Sure, I know I know what, I know what you're you, saying and there, you but I, I think, see the impact. There. I think though, like the reason that Weird is struggling is is I think more to what you were talking about with their their new game that they're pushing and not really having a focus like I think Infinity is still very focused on what they're but all
0: they're I'm saying to is they gotta be fucking careful sure yeah, yeah, yeah that's fair they cannot fuck up but
1: I don't but that's that goes for every single company in this this space right like you have a very dedicated player base that and your margins aren't that that high right like if you make a mistake you can go to business as a startup game company pretty darn quick uh, like, look at even Great games workshop. Game. <laughs> yes, yeah. If you've seen that uh, Dragon's Den episode, but the guy that was trying to create his own game out of Vancouver and was on Dragon's Den, he he did not do well. Mm. They never like board games on that gotcha. show. Yeah, fair. It's a terrible uh, industry to invest offered. in. Uh, yeah,
2: it's also dependent on like the local support. How many people are actually like doing demos, running, getting new people into it, right? And I think. Infinity has done that locally really, really well, compared to like a lot of other systems.
0: Yeah, all I'm saying is like if if any if you're working on a game or any games developers are, that don't listen to this podcast, just don't fuck up. This is the year that if you fuck up, you're dead. Because the last couple years there was a lot of leeway with Games Workshop also sucking,
1: but GW's on point right now, and that's got to be terrifying.
0: Yeah, like for you cannot a lot of companies. I think you can't you can't fail anymore because GameStop uh, yeah. will destroy you.
1: Yeah, I don't th- I don't think you're wrong at all. But I think that's always been kind of the case. Like uh, I think this industry is it does not have a lot of margin to it, right? Like a lot, there's a lot of industries like you can I don't know if you're a medical supply company and you decide to not you sell as good of a catheter this year, you're still probably going to do okay, right? Like people still need the catheter. That's fine mm-hmm. or whatever, right? Like there's yeah. there's well, more. Yeah. This game is or this industry is so. It's people's fun money, right? And like if they don't, if they don't like the company, they're just not going to spend. They and there, don't have And to. there's a million other places they can spend their money right now. There's no. But need there for it. was no gold standard a couple of years ago. I still think I still would argue you're right to to an extent, but I still argue that GW was the gold standard in terms of model. Yeah, production. in terms of model quality, but they were yeah. fucking their customers left, right, and center. Sure. Yeah. See,
0: there was no company that was just crushing it out of the park. Where yep. now, Games Workshop is back to listening. Releasing good rules that seem to be thoughtful and having some of the best models in the market.
1: Yep, yeah, I, I do agree that they're at the top of their game. I'm, my only point is I think Infinity will be okay. I think Infinity is is smart and sort of playing the role of like stay under the radar, they're continue not gonna, doing their thing. I don't they're think they're, not they're doing gonna take big risks. They're, so they're not doing percent. anything particularly risky. That's exactly, yeah. and, exactly and it right
3: is in almost place. of its own zon-
1: genre and style as well, right? Yeah, like that's it has a different flavor. than... Tom, Tom did, did make the point though that Weird has the same sort of thing going on, and they're struggling. Yeah. Yeah, right. Like right. their own genre, but I know what you're saying. But, but you, they're
2: changing more things. Though. Did you also, yeah. No- yeah, which is what I said. Did yeah. you also notice sure. that uh, Infinity has a very talented painter that showcases a lot of their models, and now Malfo has hired the same painter. Oh, I really? Know
1: that I didn't know he's working for them too. Yeah, that is interesting because that is a big Where chunk of your marketing for a small company. For those that don't know, we're talking about Aniel Geraldes, right? Yeah. So okay. he's the guy that is the. The the look of infinity is due to him. Yes, which
2: I'm super excited. That's you don't play mellifl. He's at LVO. I have three, oh, I have see. three classes with him. for Oh, me too. okay, nice. So. Yeah, it's kind of interesting. I was gonna say uh, why.
1: So we kind of talked about you know our, our goods and bads of the year. Uh, moving on to more like our own sort of stuff. Why are, what are you playing at the LVO? Are you just doing hobby stuff? I'm, I'm not playing anything at all. You're not even gonna do Shadespire. Sheets Prob- a ten dollar ticket. You can pay on the day of. You need Pro- three models. Probably not. Probably not. He well, has to
2: get something painted first.
1: He has. I think he has his, his uh, so,
2: yeah, sigmarines done. So it's a it's a double it's a double edged sword for this LVO. Um, I was not really game for continuing on with Hawk games uh, for this LVO. So I was taking a break, and with all the extra work that's going on right now, I didn't have time to paint, I didn't have time to play games, uh, for practice at all, so I just, I opted to go the hobby route. fun. So I have currently six, possibly seven classes at uh, the huh. LVO. I'm just gonna go paint and hang out and buy stuff and make fun of Steve when he loses his games and could happen. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> watch, happen. watch some Blood Bowl, that sort of thing. So it uh, Blood Bowl's is gonna be so good at the LVO. Yeah, so I, it's gonna be way more relaxed for me. Um, it's might right, be a good but, decision. And right now it's it's way more relaxed. I have no stress. Like, what do I have to pack? Paintbrushes. Yeah, that's I could good. I could be ready here right away. I don't have to come up with lists or anything. Speaking like that. of which, can I? But it's I, I also love like, that it's more costly for me to go to LVO compared to you guys, which is guys. hilarious. The hobby events, are, but, each uh, one's like three hours and like forty bucks, right? So, and you can do
1: multiple a day.
2: So yeah, I have two or three three classes. Or, but one of the funny things too is one of the instructors at the LVO. Uh, he's actually going to be coming to Calgary. Dallas is bringing them, isn't he? No, 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 oh. no. He's coming to be a student for one of the guys that Dallas is bringing. In. Really? <laughs> yes. <laughs> okay. So Who's coming? Caleb. Um. He does a lot of airbrushing, so he's running okay. a bunch of airbrushing courses at LVO. Yeah. And he's coming to learn from Sergio. Um, yeah. Oh fuck.
0: I feel bad that we couldn't tell you guys about this before. It was immediately sold out within 24 hours.
2: <laughs> um. If you're in a different city in Canada, you might have an option, but uh, Calgary is currently sold out of uh, the next painting session uh, with uh, another Spaniard coming and painting and showing it's us. Fucking Spaniards. Mm-hmm. God damn it. Mm-hmm. So Spanish Armada of painters. Yes. So yeah, LVO I'm going I'm going to paint, I'm going to drink, I'm going to gamble, I'm going to So you to made yeah, it's interesting you made the decision. I thought you would at least two shades by Monday. Yeah. One day. No, um I might bring them down to paint even, but like the Sunday I still got classes that I'm taking and such, right? Cool. So. Huh. And then um, possibly a one-on-one course as well, uh, or if you're interested we might have. Yeah, depending on the Sunday. The two of us. If on I don't
1: make the top
2: 8. Correct. Which I don't think is going to happen. So yeah,
1: it's
2: very it's a it's a big departure this year because everybody else is going down in gaming and I'm the only one that's not having that focus. So
1: no, it's totally cool. I like I said I uh, if we were still playing seventh ed I'd probably be doing actually what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. I might I might play in the friendly or something, but I I wouldn't probably play in the competitive. I don't think
3: the friendly's going to be that good though. Dude, it's all power points oh, it's I'm all well, power points I'm talking it, to if it was seven so, so easy for somebody to skew on that it yeah, depends I, on the army Yeah,
1: I was playing Elliot's uh, 200 power level list against my 2000 point list uh, he had 300 points on me uh, it was crazy how much more extra stuff you get for, for so doing power levels. level yeah. So it's just like, oh, I'll just take every upgrade. I'll just take a plasma pistol and a power fist on every single guy who can take it because it's free. Yeah, yep. basically free. Dang. It's such a, it, power level to me. If you're going to play a friendly game, you especially need points. Yeah, so much more open to abuse. But anyways, that's a different argument. I'm saying if it was if it was seventh ed still, I'd probably play in the friendly where they were like vetting lists. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think
0: it's funny though because a year ago I would have said I was going to be playing drop zone and drop fleet at the LBO.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, in fact, I did say Six that. Six
0: months ago, I said I was going to be playing Drop set and Drop foot at the LBO. Two months ago, I bought my Blood Bowl ticket for the LBO. It's <laughs> <laughs> you
2: know, hilarious. Like, That's fucking hilarious, man. <laughs> as, as, soon, like, as long as you buy your ticket to go to the event and um, go from there, and then you can have a lot of flexibility. The only system that I think that you need to know that you're going to play ahead of time is the 40K Championships. Yeah. yeah Other than it sells, that, you have a it lot sells out. of... Yeah,
0: okay. So let's um, let's get kind of the one of the classic tops we've had for our New Year's episodes has been our um, our resolutions that we've had. Mm-hmm. So first off, do any of you guys actually remember what yours was last year? I do. Yep.
2: No idea. All right, Warder, what was it? Mine was to paint two busts and one army to play this year. And I managed to finish one bust kay. and one mm-hmm. army this year. Uh, so I met half of that. I was waiting because I was hoping the Luxumber stuff would yes, show up in the fall. And you did specifically say that. And I, I, in have, pass. I have ordered more busts uh, yep. for this upcoming year. So I have all the Luxumber. Uh, I think I've got five different busts there. Yep. I ordered the uh, Dragon Ball Z busts that Dallas yep. had. Whoa. So I've got uh, yeah, three Yeah, it's been a weird one.
0: I have three of those. They coming. look pretty nice, actually. Yeah,
2: yeah, exactly, right. So, and then we'll see what uh, the other courses, uh, what hmm. we're going to be actually be painting uh, in Sergio's class, if that is actually a bust or a larger like seventy-five yeah. mill fig. What about you, Mike? What was yours? Mine was
3: three hundred and sixty-five models, seventeen thousand points in one year, and, and extra work on my airbrush, and I missed it by forty models. Oh, oh. but. Jesus fuck. So you still painted over 300 models this year.
1: Yeah, yeah. I think (laughs) both of you right now are getting a a clap. That's pretty good.
3: (laughs) But for the points, to be honest, if you weren't buying Forge World and pure GW, you were out of luck because Blood Bowl was zero points. This, oh, okay. this was zero points so yeah. I didn't expect to make the points to be honest because yeah. I'm a little I, fig- I find myself a little too more diversified throughout the, all these gaming systems and the only thing you really got points for was GW stuff so eh, you should have done bad. a bunch that's of bad. ships I still did for over 10,000 points age of Sigmar yeah. and 40k that's still and that's fucking man, incredible man yeah, <laughs> like, yeah, serious
1: get well, well done don't. i I painted 15 models in, like, the last month, and this feels like a Herculean effort. (laughs) Uh, So. Yeah. Um, Dan, do you remember what yours was? I think mine was... I think it was to just try and actually play more games. And aside from the summer of all my stuff being in storage, I think I played more (laughs) than I have in recent years. Dude, we had... we were playing weekly drunken Battletech. We
0: did that. We also... I got you to play a game of Kings of War... We played a game of uh, Shadow
1: War, played we played a couple games of This is Not a Test. I played more games of 40k 8th edition than I did of 7th, because I played like 2 or something. Hey, uh, also, <laughs> speaking of This is Not a Test, I now have an Mech army that I can play This is Not a Test with. That's Beauty! Good. Yeah, absolutely. Did not realize that, but yes, I, I do. I think that more of my terrain for that is supposedly going to ship, so I'll have all the drains. Cool. Yeah. Which is nice. No, you
2: can't have all the trains.
1: Only I can have
2: all the terrain. <laughs> can be the only one. You guys can fight. Yeah. Not so okay, you can
1: have all the MDF terrain. I'll have all the resin terrain. Okay. That costs way more money and is unfortunate, but that's okay. Yeah.
0: No, but seriously, that uh, that's, that's. Considering I've known you for a very long time, and it's not typical for you to play at least a game
1: a month. Yeah, the, the gaming... That is atypical. The gaming, for me, a lot of the times was a secondary benefit to the collecting and painting and the other stuff. The gaming was just a bonus. It was never the primary factor. So I feel like I still, even though I had my, most of my stuff in storage for all summer, um, I feel like I still played more games than I have in a long time, which was a good feeling.
0: And honestly, I think one of the things that I noticed um, about your mentality this year is that it used to be there was always kind of an excuse why not to play a game. Whereas this year, I'd be like, yo, dude, you want to play this? And you and you would just be like, fuck it, why not? And try it. You know, which was, I think, a huge step forward on your part of just you getting Do you think any game. of that's
1: Battletech, where you're like, now, fuck it, I have nothing to lose? I play Battletech? <laughs> <laughs> just giving up yeah. on all standards? I can't, I can't stop. <laughs> yeah, I can't stop with the Battletech ribbon, I'm sorry. And
0: I think mine, I'm fairly certain, was... Just working on more armies and playing games and having fun. Because I think the previous year was very much like pushing my painting a little bit more and trying this, that, or the other. This year was very much getting to more events, playing more games, and fuck, I did it. Like, I have uh, no idea what mine was. I played in Anybody remember what mine three was? Blood Bowl tournaments
3: I think already? what a was it has something to do with the... Um that one where you go into the States to play the Privateer Press stuff. Wasn't there something else?
1: Oh, uh, at uh, Lock and Load. Lock,
3: wasn't there a Lock and Load?
1: I don't know if His Resolution was Lock and Load related again because... No, that was, the previous year. Year. Oh, was like, that? the previous year. The previous year was trying to push myself to get better. And after winning Wait, the Grandmaster thing, there was kind of not a lot of room to improve on that necessarily? Yeah, because you wanted to bring down... That, yeah, I do remember this. but you may, Something sounds like there was... Lock and load is a big part of their gaming year. I feel like... There may have been a play. secondary goal of doing a model that was more specifically for it, but that could have just there been... There was. I was pretty was sure it was something lock was and load.
3: No, no, there was something else lock and load. Yeah, it might have been. I, I
1: think know. Mike's right on this, but I don't think it was painting related because the year before you were like, I'm going to actually do up a real miniature for the... the
3: yeah, I no, I'm not talking about that, but there yeah. was... I'm just saying it was something yeah. related. But anyways... Sure. Maybe just you play a lot of games and have
0: fun. Like, I honestly think the main thing for me was just gaming more and... And focusing more on, like, that side of things. And I feel pretty comfortable that I did that. Like, um, especially in terms of blood. I've played so much fucking Blood Bowl in the last six months. Yeah. Yeah. And we've, we've gone from having no regular Blood Bowl happening in the city at, like, a designated space to having Monday Night Blood Bowl happening. Which like, is awesome, yeah. So. And that kind of ramped up in, like, December three weeks. Like, we went from week one was three guys, week two was five, week three was eight, and then the next couple weeks in a row were ten plus players. Which is pretty awesome. Yeah, that escalated pretty quickly. Yep. I'm not even mad. So, (laughs) yeah, so that was really good. Kept your head on the swivel. Yeah, so I can feel pretty comfortable and pretty happy with, like, how I did this year in terms of what I was looking to try and do. So, ultimately, um, this leads to the next question of what... Do you want to get from this year hobby in your hobby?
1: I, mine's real easy. I If 40K continues on the way it is, I want to play many more games. Uh, I typically, like we kind of talking about this a little bit, Tom, uh, when you were over Hobbying the other day, uh, it's tough to be consider yourself like a competitive 40K player when you go to like two or three tournaments a year. Uh, it's not great. Um, I want to get better at just picking stuff out of my case and playing instead of having to, like, spend so much time pinning on new stuff and come up with a list and always be tweaking, I just want to, like, grab models and go and play games. Okay. Checks out. Who's next?
3: Me? Okay, uh, mine's pretty easy. (laughs) Me? Uh, Mm -hmm. It's going to be 18% more than I did last year. For 2018. Where did you get 18%? 2018.
1: Wow.
2: Okay, all right.
3: <laughs> this math is not going to keep
1: working. The key the is term. to have your first year you do zero things, so it's 18% of zero, I think, if you're going to follow Mike's math. We can at least do one.
3: Do one. Thing. No, no, I have a base. No, I have my base of 320 on some
2: models, so I have to do 18% more. S- percentages is exponential growth. So yeah. You did 320 models, yeah. and then you want to do 18% more. Yeah. So but it's like, going to
1: end up being.
2: Three hundred and seventy-eight models. Yeah,
0: there you go. That's <sighs> gonna ballpark it at three eighty. Thank you for doing the math. But you're not worrying about the points, just models, right? No,
2: no. I,
3: I like, like, points honestly, if I'm not so doing so Forge World like Titans or the super heavies, yep. I can't. I, oh, I, just really can't. That just point.
2: like whose line is Heavy?
3: anyway? The points don't, don't matter. matter. Yeah, right? but anyways, that's eighteen percent more. Finish six armies in total. Three, four. Forty k and three for Sigmar
1: Well, I was gonna say what you could do is just pick up a Warlord Titan. <laughs> just pick up a Warlord Titan, paint that. Oh, fucking rates, damn. Oh, <laughs> just pick wow. up a Warlord Titan. So there you go. That, or it could just be to paint two oh two thousand and eighteen dollars worth of models. Four more which is again teams? one Titan. Yeah. What? A, oh, you know what I should pick up yeah, this year? I think that's you know problem. what would really yeah. complement my my Admech really nicely. Fucking Titan. I could I could get into painting a Warhound or like a Reaver. We're going to be, no, no, no.
2: Cordial's going to be there. You could just Steve, so you, you
1: must own and paint two Warhounds before one Reaver. No, I don't want a Battle Maniple. Battle Maniple. When am I going to play with that? The only reason I'd be ever picking up a <laughs> Reaver is to put it on a shelf. Yeah, I'm not going to pick up a Battle Maniple because I have you to have, have the right Skatari legion supporting my Battle Maniple. Like, that's just, in, no.
3: Don't you even no. have a Togar,
1: a smaller Titan, that I do
3: have it, a It's just Battle Maniple. Battle Man Maniple.
1: Battle Maniple. <laughs> it's in the closet, right? <laughs> yes. I that sounds absurd. Or maybe just a Warlord. Those Warlords are pretty Let's cool. Let's go full Warlord. <laughs> Fine. They're pretty cool. I yeah. really like those Warlords. And how animals. much are they? They are like $2,000. $2, $2, don't, oh, do two don't,
2: do don't
0: ever do the math. Hard, it's hard
2: not
1: to do the math when it's one model,
0: if though. You, you know what the price is. If you is. ordered
2: that yeah. LVO this year, I won't tell your wife. <laughs> <laughs> and she won't be there to stop you this year. Steve, what happens uh, in Vegas stays in
1: Vegas. Uh, <laughs> oh, no, but I'd be bringing that home. I'd be bringing that Occasionally, you're no, bringing no, no, other no, things no, no. back from Vegas, too. It'll, it'll just show up <laughs> in the mail. Oh, I think they have them there. Yeah, they will. For sure, they'd have one there. One, maybe one. Okay. Okay, we need to talk about this a little bit more. Okay. Man, yep. fucking World Warlord would be cool to have, though. sorry right, this War- color scheme? Warlord, what about you, man? I don't know. What? What? All right, Dan.
0: Nothing? We'll give him a minute. Dan,
1: what about you? Uh, one thing I've actually been trying to do since January 1st, and I've only missed, like, one day so far, is I'm trying to do... I was reading about, like... It was, like, a Kaizen thing, which is... Basically, it's the concept of, like committing to significant change through, like, continuous small changes. So yep. in one particular instance of it, they were saying, like, if you want to really emphasize a hobby or a skill or, like, make something a more consistent part of your life, which painting for me has always been very on or off, like, hot or cold. Yep. Um, it's saying like, if you try to do it, even if it's for one minute a day, try to do it every single day for at least one minute, sit at a painting desk. So that's something I've been trying to do, and there have been days where, like, I'll go downstairs and like put a couple layers on a shoulder pad or whatever there's been other days where it's been an hour or more but uh, I've only missed I think one day so far in the first almost two weeks you know what man if you could do six out of every seven
0: yeah like having a cheat day or whatever like fuck that's amazing (laughs) a day of rest
1: cheat day where you go get fries yeah but yeah, like instead of painting,
3: there is yeah. no cheating in eighteen percent more.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, like you are you, you Mike, you don't get days off. Yeah. Mike, you have to paint more than one model a day. Yeah, I know. Thank you for bringing that up. This building passes one. Yeah. One, yes, so, and zero. Damn, I mean, you are like <laughs> we're going to try and paint more, but nebulous, nebulous commitment. Mike's like yeah. I'm going to do one point three models a day. But yeah, like there were three, <laughs> there were periods of three or four months at a time in 2017, where again, in some cases, due to moving house twice. Like that sort of a thing where, you know, there wasn't really any possibility of getting any hobby done, but I got so wildly out of the habit where everything was super rusty and difficult. Yeah. And oh, I for hate the first, that. For the first like month that. of trying to paint again, yeah, like I could barely hold the brush. Like it was so difficult. I hate that so much. When you I barely painted in six months. When you try and like do some sort of like simple layering that you're like, oh, this is something I do all the time and you haven't done it in like a month or more and you're like... Oh, this is hard. How do I, but yep. Just brush control is difficult. I feel yeah. that I should I jump understand. on the bandwagon and, and, uh, and do the same sorry, sort of thing was, was just fair. a little bit yeah. every day if I can. Yeah. There's months that I take off, okay? Yep. <laughs> so, usually the months between May and July. You know, I can't days. afford that.
0: <laughs> so I feel like I might have had part of this last year now that I think about it more, but for me, I want to... I want to play around a little bit more with how I paint models. I want to try and yep. actively go about working on models where blending matters less and the <laughs> placement uh, and how I'm framing things matters more like I really want to do a lot of that like trying to get as much character out of a model without having to do a lot of extra steps right like mm-hmm. finding ways to make faces look really good with hard angle shades
1: I want to paint a bust this year with a sponge have you seen that where Uh, like the whole fuck smoothest thing there's a guy um, uh, Andy Wardle artwork which I follow on Instagram he paints a bust with a sponge and it is spectacular
0: yeah but like finding ways to incorporate bits of that into gaming pieces having cool looking stuff Uh, as far as an actual goal I want my Nurgle demons done by the end of 2018 2000 points for 40k in fantasy this makes me very excited. So I will have a fully playable right, tournament size so Age of Sigmar and 40K army done by the end of this year.
1: Mike, we played a game, you never you never call me back to play another game. You dump me in the morning. These guys are a dick.
3: You he weren't beat that me. good, okay? I'm sorry. You just weren't that good.
1: You beat me. That's true. Yeah, I was playing. Uh, you were playing your dark Eldar. and what was I playing? I think I was playing my Eldar.
3: That's why do you think I'm rushing to get my marines and my yes. admec done? You yes. dumbass. Yes.
1: yes.
0: So
3: it is seriously the driving force between getting those guys good. done. Good. So just chill. Good. Good.
0: Good. Um, okay. Good. But yeah, so I'll get my nurgle. Some I'll dark reapers want to say hi. Get yeah. the nurgle done, because then I can then I can play with everybody. Right? Like that army
3: <laughs> goes both ways. Yeah. It swings both ways, for sure, 100%. I can't believe I said that.
0: Yeah. Yeah, we're rubbing off on him. We're rubbing off on him. Oh, wait, maybe. maybe. Son of a bitch. (laughs) So
2: maybe maybe 2018 is the year that I, I paint terrain for all of you. Okay. <laughs> what? <laughs> Ward God. fuck no, just
1: paint an army that we can No, no, like, no, no. I like where this is going. Yeah, Don't like stop him. him. So. I was <laughs> going to say we need to we need to be we need to be able to play games with you, man, and not just be drop fleet. Mike's going to no, have no, 60 no. armies by the end of That's 2018. True. That's That's good point. So. Mike hates painting terrain. This might work. You, yeah. eight, Mike paints it's, it's Oh no, six, you right. Six. Mike can paint the armies for Ward. Do you want to paint an Imperial fist army and then bam <laughs> <problem> solved. <laughs> I almost, <laughs> did, you know.
0: But yeah, like, I know. but here's the thing. Here's the thing. Mm-hmm. We should all be able to play 40k together, and I know that this is like <laughs> it's a tough conversation <laughs> for you to have. Something that I thought I would be saying. Let the hate flow through you. Oh my god! But like, <laughs> come fuck. to the dark side. Fuck, seriously, fuck.
1: This, is this awesome. hurts, doesn't
3: it? Right
0: now. Uh, but like, putting those models together, like it was so much fun. And honestly, I will tell you, Blood Bowl fucking ruined life for me because putting together and painting up that first Blood Bowl team was a dream. The way the models go together, the way the details aren't overdone and just wonderfully there. And then you play the game and it's great and you're like, fuck Games Workshop, when when did you do this? <laughs> this is like you're this is like you're an ex-partner who was horrible to you and really abusive and shitty. And you don't talk to them for like this five years. This is a pretty years. serious
1: comparison. I was going to say, this is not that
0: bad. Dude, for me, it kind of was, right? Like, it
1: was
3: for me for a while, too. I was so it, bitter.
0: Everything I loved about the games was gone. Like, there was no fun. The lists didn't make any sense. The models they were releasing were fucking stupid. Like, there was, for a long time, I didn't even think they were doing anything right. And then now I can't fucking shut up about how much I fucking love this shit.
1: Yeah. Like fuck,
0: man! Come on, uh,
1: yeah, this is good.
0: <laughs> I'm Oh, uh, and at the same time, my enthusiasm for games like Malifaux is at an all-time low.
1: Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, I know how that goes. All these, all these other games have always been kind of sideshows, in my opinion. Forty <laughs> K's got the most fleshed-out universe. It's got the coolest stuff to get into. I still think uh, that's not entirely true because I, I'm, I will to the end of time
0: argue that people think the forty K fluff is way better than it actually is. Because so much of it's ripped off from mythology. Like, it's not that original. Really. It's like fucking dudes in fucking space doing the same shit that happened in
1: mythology. Have you... Dan, I think it's just you and me that have read The Emperor of Mankind, the War on the Webway one. Oh, yeah. Master of Mankind. Master of Mankind. I'm sure it's a great fucking book. Oh, my God, that is a good book. Yep. That book is insane. If you ever want to be like, 40K is rad, uh, read that book. No, No, I'm not saying 40K isn't rad. I'm just like... The it is, it is I don't not, think anybody says that. That is not ripped off. From, my point is that's not ripped off from mythology at all. That is very original material. And sure. reading about the emperor as a kid is fucking weird, and I love yeah. it. And you get to do that. When that's the thing. figuring out what he's going to do with his dad's head. Yep. Well, I won't oh. read much more than that. Yep. His polished skull. <laughs> okay. Fair yep. enough. It's, it's pretty cool. It's pretty wild.
0: So Either way. Just well, give, just, just, just give me second. Second. this. Okay.
3: Hold on a sec. Did you actually actually make a re- resolution, or are you just fucking this around? No, I you? think
2: it's I think it's paint more slash more terrain. All right, because <laughs> you didn't actually commit to for yourself or for other. Oh, people. Oh, I'm not putting uh, numbers like you, you, <laughs> you crazy bastard. You, but I didn't uh, put numbers. I put more. Yeah, more is better.
1: Yeah. More is. Yeah, not a number. I'm challenging myself. What's wrong with that? Yeah, Mike put it down some serious like hardcore numbers. He has actual measurable outcomes. So
3: technically okay. I am right. getting two armies this year. How many how many terrain pieces <laughs>
1: Technically, technically would correct. correct. Yeah. The best yeah. kind
0: of correct.
3: For yourself, I want you to paint Well, how many did you do last year?
2: Terrain pieces? Well Shit. I did I did a bunch of airbrushing for How much four. did you
1: finish? No, no, do it work. Finish. Terrain's kinda weird because
2: you never really finish terrain. It's just kinda good. And then you're done. It's good. It's good enough. <laughs> yeah, it yeah. looks it looks good. I would say probably get twenty pieces. I want, I want to say. thirty then. Okay, Ward. Okay, it's terrain, right? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you know what? It's no,
3: something it, he uh, he will do, and he does. No, 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 no,
1: no, no! Don't get. No, let me finish. Do you want to build this Mars table that I keep talking about? I'll send you no, some drawings. I'm like, let me finish here. Okay. No. See, so you, you want okay. to do terrain, right?
0: I like terrain. How much unbuilt and unpainted terrain do you have? I have enough for 30
1: pieces. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. No problem. Oh, oh, yeah. No, no, no. Oh, yeah. you hey, misunderstanding where
0: I'm coming from here. You I want do me certain, to buy more? I think, well, you don't have to buy more. You've got more than 30 pieces. Oh, yeah. I feel like 30 is an unrealistically low number. Oh.
2: Unrealistically oh, low? Oh, there we go. <laughs> what, what, what's your uh, challenge, then? I increased it
3: by 50%. I thought that was pretty high. Yeah, I, I want
0: you 30 is way more to than do I a table worth of terrain
1: every month. Every month? Oh, that's too much. Well, you know, it's actually not that density. crazy at all. It's no, like... Six pieces of terrain per table? Yeah. Well, that's actually a lot of terrain. That's a fucking shitload of but terrain. Hard. But most of it's just, like, clicked
0: together. Like, it's... There's a lot of stuff. You're not, like, you're having to fully sculpt any of this shit. Six
1: pieces what of terrain, though? Why not you just sculpt month? 72 what if, tables? What, uh, a week? In a
2: year. One week. That's even worse. No, Which that's not actually no. no.
1: That's not how math works. No, it'd be fifty-two. A, table
2: a month, a week. You went from no the table one to piece
1: of one piece of terrain, terrain. a week. Oh, oh. okay. I, I <laughs> you're right. Going. You're right. One table a week is much
2: worse. <laughs> that's that's no, where no, I was one, going. One,
1: literally of, four times. One piece of terrain a month.
2: <laughs> yeah, one piece of terrain a month. That's, or, that's a week, That's a week. 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 Sorry, week. No,
0: you're
1: going back on your.
0: <laughs> I meant. I meant to say week. I meant to say we. <laughs> this like is the worst be,
1: this is the worst so 50, negotiation 50, ever. But it could be a wall. Pieces. A wall is one. What? This car cost twenty thousand dollars. <laughs> I will give you ten. Sold.
2: <laughs> so fifty pieces. You want fifty pieces of I train? I want fifty.
1: I think less than fifty is a kind of a
2: cop Fifty pieces of train, okay? That's Do you need help be. if you don't what? want 50 pieces? Oh, I'm pretty sure I have 50 pieces. MDF dumpsters. Help. What level These of
1: quality them. are we No, but, that, but that's to? just it. I don't care. Has. Done. Okay, good. Done. That's going on I, just,
0: I, don't care. I don't care what level. Just done. Enough where you'll happily put it on a table at Onslaught.
1: What if I yeah. gave you my night after post Kay. and called it Terrain? Because uh, I kind of want to paint it painted as Terrain, oh. like in a, in a dune.
2: Okay, so Onslaught should be like the last week or two of... October. October Yeah So why don't we Make a challenge For me for October
0: 50 pieces of train By October
2: That is also More difficult <laughs> Than originally proposed <laughs> He's the one That brought up Significantly October
0: Significantly more difficult I'd say 40 by October How many more tables Do you want to add That's the question How many new tables Of train do you want For onslaught?
2: Oh unside? man
0: Keeping in mind Things I like trees Or whatever else You
3: can use From previous years It's right? supposed to like, be Tough word Just remember that It's supposed to be A
1: challenge 50, 50 pieces of terrain for Onslaught. Holy banana town. There we go, buddy. We're off to the races. Alright.
0: Ward, this is what I'm going to say to you right now.
2: You're going to fail? No. Oh, okay.
0: <laughs> yeah, that would be great if you were no, just no, like, no, 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 I'm no. going to win this bad guys, 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 <laughs> I'm doing this. If, if, if you yes. paint 50 pieces of terrain by Onslaught, okay. I will play 40k.
1: In Onslaught. If there's room for it. This gets very exciting suddenly. <laughs> I like
0: it. <laughs> I, shall be I helping have more not played. Game. I feel that... I have not played in a 40k tournament since 2004.
2: <laughs> I feel that if if we... <laughs> if, I, number. <laughs> if I hit the 50...
3: That increases his time he has to have his time Nurgle army. That <laughs> does increase the time that he yep. has
1: to have his Nurgle army. Hey, Ward. Yeah. Do you need any help airbrushing stuff to get started? <laughs> I'm in. <laughs> Honestly? You can utilize help. Oh, Holy shit balls! Yeah, we're gonna have some train weekends. There you go. There
2: you go. You I, was, I was I was gonna say terrain. I was gonna say if the Russian dance party is the same weekend as onslaught this year, that it's we true. should go to the Russian dance party. Oh, we're doing that regardless. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I'm <laughs> gonna gonna like, wear my
0: I'm bringing a finest. button up shirt for that reason. <laughs> I'm gonna say I'm gonna wear my finest collared shirt. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna bring like some fake chest hair,
1: <laughs>
0: just <laughs> for just that.
1: Clue, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I'll trim Jake before. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah,
2: let's <laughs> go. All right, so fifty, 50 pieces train right for Oslo. Okay, and there you go. Okay? Now you're committed. All right, that's that's a hard number.
0: Does that sound reasonable?
2: No, but that's what I'm going for. Cool. All right. <laughs> All right Actually, you me. know what, I, what?
1: Okay, on the train side of things, I've been talking about this table for ages. That should be yours. Yeah. Have you yeah. seen
2: the Cosmica yeah. stuff? Yes. I've yeah, looked at it, yes. One of every building. Ooh, it's exciting. That's very exciting. I have also... I even bought, the your, even your $200... $200 I'm
1: going to amend my New Year's resolution. But you, you know what? My, my New Year's resolution also is still going to be to not yeah, yeah. list as much fine. and play games. That's that's a big one for me. Yep. I'm going to get that table done by the end
2: of the year. I mm. feel that you need to get the table, not necessarily the train for the table. You yeah. get the table done.
1: Yeah, yeah for sure. I actually I'm, I want to try something. I picked up a, a bag of copper slag. Uh, to do ash dunes, so my my thought was to see what it weather's like, because my huh. initial plan was to lay copper slag out on the table and then basically let it sit outside for like a month. Have like real weathering. Yeah. Whoa. Let's see what happens with it. Whoa. Yeah, I like it. It'd be interesting for ash dunes, right? Just watch like, out for rain. <laughs> Well, the table would be totally sealed, and it would be probably done with like an industrial adhesive, so I oh, could okay. leave it outside. It wouldn't be just like white glue and MDF. Oh, so if you did like a varathane on top of it before that went on, uh, it, would be, it would still be sealed underneath, and probably just be like three M glue on a piece of steel or aluminum sheet. And the aluminum sheet would then get glued to the. Oh, table. okay, okay, yeah. What was my thought? I don't know that's if that's fair. Because hmm. you need the copper to be exposed on the top, and then yeah. just lay the glue underneath, so it would just okay. settle in the cracks around. We'll see, we'll see what happens. Think That's that unique. Kind of think kind outside of cool. the box a little bit. Yeah, I saw a copper slag at, uh, for sandblasting, and I thought, I bet you that would weather really cool huh. for
0: ash dunes. Yep. Yeah. So,
1: Ward. Fuck.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm. I'm serious. It'll be the first 40k tournament I've played in since 2004.
2: Okay. Cool. Cool. This is kind of a big deal I feel that I should save you a spot Because I feel that 40k is going to be popular again uh, this. It's this not like you round. can't give it up at the last minute Either to somebody else There will probably be a game. wait yeah. list yeah. There could be a wait list again for sure so. but, yeah,
0: but yeah, no, Okay, I will forego All the other games I love Just to play 40k
2: what what chances happened? are it would be a one day game. Am I like, and you could still play this, a second. Am I dreaming? Game. Yeah, We're yeah, like super yeah. high right now. You could be super. No, high you're right. fine. Everything's yeah. fine. Have you been painting a lot? So have you been, been priming a priming lot? I've been priming a lot. Yeah, you could be <laughs> helping. Yep. it's a blustery a <laughs> January.
3: Excellent. Day.
0: All right. Cool. All right. What time are we at? On that, we should like sign off minutes. here.
1: Ninety minutes. We should, yeah.
0: we should yeah. wrap this shit up. No. Oh yeah. So I hope you guys enjoyed this week's episode of Hobby Day in Canada. So, as always, I am your host, Tom. I'm Dan
2: (laughs) I'm needing to paint some terrain I'm Mike you need to get through an
1: entire game of the LVO talking to your opponent where he doesn't realize that's a joke
2: oh fuck yeah that's my whole plan right?
0: so I really hope that none of the level players at the LVO actually know that this is what I talk, what I don't talk like usually <laughs>
3: <laughs> oh you just about uh, lost me? that one didn't you no that was
0: actually real fucking spot on <laughs> eh? so anyways until next time paint your fucking models play some games and I think you should go about having some fun eh <laughs>